Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, Kai. I miss you, Andrea. I'm tired of saying that. Oh my gosh, that's Victory by Todd Delaney. If you don't have his new CD to Africa, um, you need to get it. I got the chance to host the concert with him and Tori Delaney, and it was so dope. It was a it was a worship experience, so you need to go get that soundtrack downloaded. I hope you heard me too, Andrea. I said I'm tired of saying I miss you. Um, good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl L M J in the place this morning. Get my coffee on. I'm mad because I got my little cereal bar right here. And I hadn't eaten it yet, and I'm not going to eat it live. I was like, dang, I meant to eat my cereal bar first. Um, It's best when you wake up, and I've been up longer than that, that you eat the first 45 minutes of the the day to kickstart your metabolism, especially as you get older. So I try to eat something when I get out of bed to kickstart my metabolism, put some water in my system, and get my day started. But we know that victory belongs to Jesus. I only have a couple of announcements, and then we're going to get into the word this week. We have a special interview coming up this Saturday, and I really need you guys to log in. She's a budding, a young, a new author. Her name is Nicole Garth. So you'll see the information for her drop later on this week. So I'm going to interview her this Saturday. She will be my special guest on Coffee and Conversations with um, Lakeisha. Also tomorrow night, ladies, we are Bible study and Bible. I will be in the house. I'm there. But we got a special guest teacher tomorrow night. Tracy Mosley, one of our own, will be leading Bible study discussion tomorrow night. Tracy is an amazing woman of God, and I'm just excited to see what she does for us. We are in the final two chapters of the heart of the servant. So tomorrow night is chapter 16. And then I'll close us out, excuse me, next Tuesday with chapter 17, which will be our final chapter of heart of a servant. If you do not have 
um, the new book, you need to go on the website. You need to purchase the new book, which is The Power of Words by Robert Morse, or you can get it on Amazon. I'm just going to encourage you, go get that book. The Power of Words is going to be amazing. I'm excited for those of you that have ordered. I've either shipped you your copy or I have your copy with me, and I'll deliver those as they start coming in. I'm just grateful for the strategies God has given us to develop us. Also, the Coffee and Conversations devotional, which is open for men and women, has been created. Go join the group. Um, I've already put some rules in the group. Um, I'm going to protect your space. We're not going to overpost. We're not going to oversaturate you. We're going to make sure that when we drop things, they are biblically sound. But we are creating a community of believers so that we can get everything we need throughout the week and that the enemy isn't coming in and he isn't lying to us and he isn't deceiving us. But I'm also, and my other moderators are going to be very mindful of what's shared in that group. Also, don't forget about Feed the Streets. Even if you're not here, you can partner with us and be a part of that. Uh, Feed the Streets is part of our um, commission by God to take care of those who don't have as much as us. And so we have another, we feed usually the first Saturday of every month. We cook up food, we distribute it. And I'm telling you, it's making a difference in the lives of the individuals that we impact. I will be back on the radio in the morning. I need y'all to pray for me. Um, Joynet.com is a part of the radio station that Devotional Coffee and Conversations is on. And the Lord was reminding me why radio and why he took me to the route of Joynet. So I need you as my community of believers to believe God for us to be able to reach. Joynet reaches areas that people, you can get Joynet in other country countries join that reaches areas that people may not be able to get the radio may not have good quality internet and i was like okay lord i get it he is just giving us every means and every media in which we can reach and preach the gospel and get people out uh out there and so that they can um so that they can hear what you're hearing right here. So I'm really excited about that. Now do me a favor, go share the devotional, put it in somebody's hands, drop it off, put it in someone's inbox. Uh, let someone else be a part of what we join. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> don't, don't care who's looking this morning. I've been praying for your boldness, that you be bold and not afraid to share the gospel, not afraid to say to someone, you know what, I'm watching something that's helping me and it's benefiting me and it's growing me and it's encouraging me. And I want you to have a part of this as well. It's biblically sound. Don't be afraid of that. Don't, don't be afraid to share that. Don't be afraid to invite somebody. I hope I'm going to see new faces at Bible study tomorrow. I'm just believing the power of God to change. I want to pack out Bible study and not for our glory, but for the glory of God. Something just happens in that special Bible study for ladies. So if you've been disconnected, get back joined. We ain't going to side eye you and look at you funny because um, you haven't been there. As a matter of fact, we're going to embrace you. We're going to love you. I dropped something yesterday about isolation and why we can, why get, we get isolated, post-traumatic stress, um, depression. All these things pull us into isolation. It is so 
uh, much better uh, for you to be connected to a body of believers so that the enemy will not lie to you, will not deceive you. A lot of times when God restores us, he restores us through other people. So I just want to make sure that you uh, are connected. And if you haven't joined the online group, join the online group. Don't join it now. Don't come off and go join it. Join it afterwards right join it afterwards i see some new faces on i appreciate you this morning good morning if this is your first time logging on to coffee and conversations with the keisha we welcome you um thank you thank you for joining us thank you for being with us thank you for connecting to us and i just believe that god is going to do something special um is kim rochelle berry on here she posted something uh real significant the other day and kim you don't even know how much you blessed me she talked about the impact coffee conversations was having on her life um and she says i lmj did not ask me to say this um, but I needed to share that I was in a dark place, that I was not disconnected from God, but I was tired of church. I was tired of fellowship. And Kim, I just wanted to thank you for sharing your testimony and talking about the impact of how this ministry had impacted your life. You bless me, girl. You bless me, girl. And every time y'all share that and do that, it bless me. And every time you're transparent, it blesses me. And transparency is what gives you freedom. So Kim, if you're not on here and you see this later, thank you for being real real transparent for sharing that. Um, thank you for that, Paula. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You got it. You partnership. It's what helps me reach the masses. It's what helped me reach the masses. So thank you, Kim, for that. Thank you for being real, real transparent about that. Good morning, Melissa Price. I see y'all coming in. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Uh, thank you, Crystal. Thank you for all of y'all that have logged in this morning. I just... I just believe God is doing something significant through this group and we are in this metamorphosis and we are in this change. So let's get started with the devotional. Let's pray. Um, let's get what we need um, this morning so we can be charged up for this day. And I want to share a little, a couple of testimonies with you this morning and what God had to share. Now, here's the funny part. Um, as transparent as I am, I am still very private. And it's funny because I'm a public person, but very private. And so a lot of times when there are things occurring in my life, you will never know. <laughs> you will never know. Um, you just will never know until God gives me permission to share and to release or until I feel comfortable with sharing that journey of my story. So a lot of parts of story of the story that you get, you get the part of the story that I'm okay with. You get the part of the story that God has shared. There are things that even people in my immediate personal circle don't know that I've gone through or that I've struggled with because I know that all things are working together, but that also that God is working with me on some things. So, hey, y'all, hey, um, I'm excited. Let, let, let's go this morning. Let's pray first. Um, and God shared something with me today. He told me, he said, he's, I'm pulling them out of their mud puddles. And I'm going to explain to you about that. He's pulling you out of your mud puddles. Um, and I got stuck in the mud. And I'm, I'm going to share that with you. Father God, we thank you. We thank you this morning for putting, pulling us out of our mud puddles, pulling us out of our stuck places. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. My God, for positioning us to prosper, Lord God, spirit, soul, and body. Mm. 
We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit going before us. We thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh wind blowing on your people. We thank you, Father God, and we just come to you with gratitude this morning. We thank you, Daddy God, for all you are, all you called us to be in your presence in this room, and your presence in their home, and your presence in their cars, and your presence in their office. And we thank you that your presence is with us, that the Holy Spirit is with us, that the gospel is leading us. We are so grateful for Jesus, my God. We are so grateful for Jesus, Lord God. We just thank you. We thank you for all you called us to be and all you're calling us to do for destroying yokes of sickness, of disease, of bondage, for tearing down strongholds, Lord God, and giving us the victory through Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, that even in our present suffering, my God, even in our present suffering, you are working on our behalf and all things are are working for our good. I thank you for every individual represented. I thank you for every family represented. I thank you for every ministry represented. I thank you for every business represented. My God, I thank you for every person positioned and that will hear this devotional later, that chains are being broken, strongholds are being demolished, debt is being wiped out, and there are miracle signs and wonders coming their way. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off their life, off this devotional, Lord God, off this ministry, Lord God. You are our strong tower and you will get the victory and you are pushing us to first place and you cause us to win this race like never before because the victory belongs to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, that in their worst place, in their darkest places, Lord God, that they're learning to find the grace, Lord God, learning to find the grace. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Usher us into the presence. Usher us into the face of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the great I am and Prince of Peace and Adonai and our way maker and our strength and our truth, Lord God, and Jehovah Shammah, the one we all we need, and Jehovah Jireh, the one that provides for us, Lord God, and Jehovah Rapha, the one one that heals us, Lord God, and Jehovah Rohi and Elohim El Shaddai, the God that is the God of all things, the supreme ruler of this universe. My God, go before us, angels, go with us. My God, we call in our harvest today from the north, south, east, and west. I thank you for explosive opportunities. New jobs, promotion and increase, Lord God. We thank you, sovereign God. We thank you. We thank you, we thank you, Prince of Peace. We thank you, Great I Am. My God, we thank you for severing the ties of every stronghold, every sin that has easily beset us so that we can make a win for Jesus. Now, Holy Spirit, go. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Go do what only you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. My God, my God, in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 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 I just, I since I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it up. Explosiveness is what I keep hearing in my spirit. That there is an explosiveness. There is just an explosiveness that is occurring. So let me talk to you a little bit about mud puddles, and let me show you a little bit of my journey. Um, and just as my witness to this, um, 
we um i go i was at church one sunday and this has been a while back and as i was at church i made a decision you got to listen to this you got to listen to how the holy spirit is working through this you got to pay attention to what i'm saying remember make sure you take your notes i made a decision we own two pieces of property our main church is on one side and our other sanctuary when i'm ministering to the kids and i use another facility sometime our other sanctuary was on the other side well this particular day i decided not to take the safe route my god that'll preach within itself that'll preach within itself i decided not to take the safe route i decided decided not to go back out on the streets, come back around to get access to the other church. And it had been a season. This is so spiritual. <laughs> this is so real right here. It had been a season in which we had had a lot of rain. So the ground was real saturated and it had created some really muddy places. I hope y'all catching this by the spirit. So it had just been a season in which it was saturated, um, in which the ground was. And my car is not like I'm believing God for my truck, my SUV. My car is not real big. It's kind of low to the ground. And so instead of me being patient, instead of me driving the correct way, staying on the path that I should have stayed on, I made a decision to cut through, right? And you need to know that cut throughs and shortcuts aren't always good for you. And we've been studying David and Goliath. And I told you, saw the spirit of the, come on, Holy Spirit, tie this on together. I told you that the spirit of the Lord left Saul, right? We've been in first Samuel too. The spirit of the Lord left Saul. And the reason the spirit of the Lord left Saul is because Saul became impatient and he consulted a medium and he was doing things in his own strength. Come on, Holy Ghost. I feel you. I hear you. And so I decided this particular day to make a shortcut, right? We don't need to make no shortcut. We don't need to make no shortcut. I decided this particular day that I was going to make a shortcut. So instead of walking, um, Instead of driving around on the concrete on what was safe, I decided to make this shortcut through the grass. And so as I'm making the shortcut through the grass, because the rain is, the ground is saturated, the ground is not solid anymore. And I can't tell the ground looks like that. I can't see that the ground, I didn't even know we were going this direction. I can't see that the ground looks like that. I can't see that the ground is saturated, is wet, because it appears to be dry when it's really not. It appears to be dry when it's really not drowned. And there was a clear path that was laid out for me. And we know the scripture says that there is a path, there is a right way. Somebody find that scripture for me, that there is a right way for man to take. There's a right path. There's a right direction for man to take. And so I'm making a decision, right? I'm making a decision to go through the grass instead of to stay on solid ground or to to stay in a place. I'm trying to go through something that I can't even see, right? I can, I'm trying to go through something I cannot even see. It's not even visible to me. I don't even know really that I'm about to walk into a situation that I ain't even got no business walking into. And so uh, it would have took me, here's the other thing, it would have took me about 45 extra seconds if I would have just backed my car up and went on the correct or the direct path or the better path for me. And so I make a decision to come in between the grass, in between the two churches to save about 30, 45 seconds. I think I'm saving time, right? I think I'm being wise. And as soon as I get through, my car gets stuck. 
As soon as I get through, my car gets stuck. My car gets stuck in a mud puddle, right? And I'm sitting there and I know that I'm stuck. I can tell that I'm stuck. Um, I am giving it gas and I am spinning wheels and mud is going everywhere and i'm like i'm stuck and my brother comes out and he's like she's stuck and he puts um we're trying all these tactics right but my car is stuck and enough i have enough wisdom in me it's proverbs 14 and 12 thank you jess i have enough wisdom in me for me to know that if I continue to spin my wheels, right? If I continue to spin my wheels, I'm just gonna get further stuck. I'm gonna be more stuck in this circumstance or this situation than I really should be, right? I, I'm gonna be stuck. I'm gonna be in a worse situation than I should be if I begin to spin my wheels. And so my brother comes out and he, um, he has all these strategies and he has all of these things and we're trying them, right? Um, we're trying come on holy spirit thank you we're trying them we put wood up under my car and i by this time i know that it's not gonna work like by this time i've realized the mistake that i've made i know and i'm just sitting there and i'm sitting real calm and jess is like how are you sitting here this calm right like how because i've already realized that i'm stuck i'm, I'm stuck and i also know the reason that i'm stuck is because I made a decision to take a shortcut, right? I made a decision to take a shortcut. I made a decision to go my own path. Proverbs 14 and 12 said, there's a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. That it ends in death. It seems right, it ends in death. And so I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting there, I'm just praying, and I had to begin to pray and ask. So then another church member comes along, and he's going to try to chain, to put a chain on my car and pull me out. Like, he wants to pull me out of this place that I'm stuck in right i hope you're picking this up this is proverbial within itself he's gonna pull me out of this place that i'm stuck in well then guess what happens his truck gets stuck so now we've got to figure out how not only to get his car come on holy ghost not figure out not only how to get his car unstuck but my car is stuck as well right my car is stuck as well because the capacity of the the damage that i am is really requiring something greater than the capacity of what his truck had to pull me out of this situation to pull me out of this situation i need you to pay attention to what i'm saying to pull me out of this situation my god come on now my god come on melissa going round and round never was supposed to be there from the beginning had no business taking a shortcut had no business trying to cut through all i needed to do was be a little bit more patient this is a word for some this is a word for me this morning all i had to do was be a little bit more patient and take the path that was already laid for me instead of walking taking my trying to make the shortcut trying to cut over and so as I am sitting there, right, as I am sitting there and I am in position and I'm doing there, nobody can get me out. So finally, we're able to come and we're able to get his truck. Brother Ford trucks get, gets out and he could go and my car is still there. And so everybody's like, well, what do we do next? And I pause for a minute and I say, there's absolutely nothing else for me to do but to call the truck tow truck i've got to call in the big guns i've got to call a tow truck i'm gonna to have to eat this up i'm gonna to have to pay for this i 
I know that this happened. I know why this happened. I made the decision to take the shortcut through the grass and I'm stuck. But what I'm not gonna do is keep spinning my wheels. What I'm not gonna do is keep pulling you all into this situation in which you're compromised because at the point that Pastor Ford tried to rescue me, he gets stuck. Come on now, y'all better hear this. At the point that Pastor Ford tries to rescue me, he winds up getting stuck. And so wisdom says to me, don't involve anybody else in this understand this situation. Wisdom says to me, do not involve anyone else in this situation. There is only one thing that's going to change this situation. And the only thing that's going to change this situation is that I pull out the big guns, that I humble myself, that I go on and pick up this phone call. I make this phone call and call in the truck. Tow truck. I'm going to have to eat this cost. I'm going to have to get over my pride. I'm going to have to get outside. I've got to pull out the big guns. I've got to make a decision to surrender. Come on, Jessica. And to call on the one that can handle this situation. Because even though I'm the one that messed up in this situation, I know for a fact that I serve a God. Come on, y'all. That I serve a God that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask, that I can measure, that I can measure. He's able to even take this mistake and make my mistake prosper. And can I tell you something about testimony i'm gonna help you with something even though i went through this situation even though though i went through this testimony my experience is gonna get on it's gonna cause you to get a deliverance my my mistake is gonna cause you to get a deliverance and so i'm in the situation and i'm and i'm there I, I'm in this situation and i'm there that's okay i'm in this situation and i'm there and i'm like my god I put myself in this situation. I came into this situation trying to take shortcuts. So I'm going to have to eat this up. And so we're sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting patiently. And Jess is like, "You, why are you so calm? Why are you not upset? And I'm like, I've realized a few things here. I've realized first, I put myself in this situation. So I can't be upset. I can't be mad. I can't be frustrated with God. I can't be leaning into my own understanding in this situation. I'm going to have to trust that God will give me the wisdom in this situation even when I work to make the worst mistake. Even when I work to make, make the worst mistake. Even in this situation, come on now, but God, even in this situation when um, Israel is in 40 days being tormented by the Philistines in a 40 year long span of trouble, of issues, of problems. God is getting ready to send them a clutch. God is going to send them an audible and it's called David. Right, God is going to send them an audible and it's called David, but we're going to have to see that they surrender to God. They have, they're going to have to surrender. They're going to have to surrender to God. They're going to have to surrender to his way. They're going to have to surrender to his path. They're going to have to get back on his path. They're going to have to recognize the mistakes that they've made and let the one true God deal. The only way that you overcome, and I really want to teach you this, in Revelations 12 and 11, it says they triumph over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of the testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink to death. I can't teach you all that today. I want to teach you that. I'm going to share you with you more of my testimony this week. When I tell you the last few weeks, some suffering been going on in my house. When I tell you there's been some things that have happened physically to myself, physically to my boys, crazy things going on in my finances, um, crazy things been in our health. Judah broke his hand two weeks ago, uh, and it comes after he 
preaches his sermon. You feel me? So the attacks, the different things that we go through spiritual. But I'm also going to show you this week how victory comes because of Jesus. How victory comes because of Jesus. How you triumph because of grace, because of the blood of the lamb, because of the word of the testimony. And that you don't have to stay stuck. God, God said he getting you out your mud puddles. You don't have to stay stuck in your current situations because the big gun is Jesus. The big tow truck, the person that came and got me out, the big gun is Jesus. No matter whether or not, come on, Holy Ghost, thank you for this, Lord. No matter whether or not you caused it, no matter whether or not you got off the path, no matter whether or not you made a decision to be in your own decision, or if you were not doing anything, if you were living righteous and the enemy just tried to come in like a flood, this week, I'm going to show you how the victory belongs to D Jesus. And we're going to see it through the life of John. And we're going to see it through David's life with these five smooth songs. But I need you to know, Jesus, God is going to get you out these mud puddles. God is getting ready to get you out these unforeseen, unforsaken places that you thought you were stuck in, that you thought you were incapable of. Just like that tow truck came and got me up out, right? That came and got me up out of there. He's going to turn around and get you out. Yes, Teresa, you're going to have to let go of some pride. You're going to have to humble yourself. You're going to have to put yourself in a position to say, you know what, this situation is bigger than me. Can I tell you something else? You're going to have to stop screaming. The uh, All that drama and all that other stuff is not what's going to get you. That's why I was so calm. See, I've recognized when you're in a dramatic place or when you're in a place of destitution or when you're in a place and you're overwhelmed and you're consumed, I have recognize that being loud, whining, crying, yelling, and being all over the place is not going to give you the strategy and the wisdom. So I've learned to put self-control and master my emotions. I was sitting in the car like, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Like working, it is what it is. It's stuck. I'm here now. I've done it now. I was like, Lord, forgive me because now I'm getting ready to have to use some resources that you gave me on a tow truck when I, if I would have stayed on the path, this wouldn't have cost me what it cost me. If I would have stayed on the path, this would not have cost me what it cost me. Not to mention that one of my tires wasn't even a real tire. It was a donut because I had to go get a new tire the next day. Lacking in wisdom, right? Lacking in wisdom, not having understanding. Come on, Tammy Burris. Come on, Tammy Burris. That's a key point there, being quiet and listening. You cannot hear God in your circumstance or in your situation if you are not quiet and listening. And, and our habits, because we're creatures of habits, have gotten us even in some spiritual places. Sometimes we're waging war for and going all this. And the Lord is like, I just need you to be quiet. I just need you to be listening so that I can give you the wisdom for what to do next. I don't need you to be all over the place. That's why sometimes when I'm going through a thing or I have something going on in my life, I'm not trying to talk to everybody about it. I'm not even calling everybody to pray. I'm on my face before the Lord saying, I need you to give me the wisdom because I know the Holy Spirit is the teacher of all things. And I'm going to show you something in Revelations this week. And we're going to get back into Romans 8 as well. And I'm going to show you. So read Romans 8. That's good. Thank you, Lord. Read Romans, Revelations 12 this week for, to prepare for the read. Read Romans 8 this week. 
get back over into Samuel, read Samuel this week so that you can already be meditating. You ain't got to figure it out. You ain't got to understand it. The Holy Spirit is going to explain it to us. He's going to check us through it. He's going to grow us in it. Read it. Ask the Lord to give you revelation. If something sticks out to you, write down what sticks out to you. And then God is going to lead us through this in the word so we can get out of our mud puddles. Victory belongs to Jesus. You ain't got no business. Y'all ain't got no business being stuck in the same places that you've been stuck in because God always provides a way of escape. I'm your witness. God always provides a way of escape. He'll give you wisdom for every situation, even when you're the person that's putting you up in the situation. Well, yeah, Jeanette, that's good. Jeanette says when you drown and the person who is saving you has to make sure you calm down or you'll both drown, right? Even though Pastor Ford thought he was doing the right thing by pulling my car out the mud puddles, he should have tested the ground. He shouldn't have never done that because we both really could have been stuck in a situation. He shouldn't have even came in and tried to save me. It wasn't even safe for him to come in. He thought he was doing the right thing. It's so many lessons in this. He thought he was doing the right thing by coming in and trying to save me, but he shouldn't have even come in and tried to save me because the ground wasn't safe for him. The ground wasn't even safe for him to come in and try to save me. And y'all know how many times we've gotten in position. We tried to be somebody's savior. We've got involved in a circumstance and a situation because we haven't gotten the wisdom for it. And then we pay the consequences for it later. It just so happened. We, and then we had to use another truck to get him unstuck. <laughs> we had to use another truck to get him unstuck. And so we're going to, we're going to see we're going to see this circumstance. We're going to see this situation. We're going to look at this through the life of David. We're going to see some things through John. And we're going to see God open up some doors and get you out these mud puddles. You ain't stuck. You just need a new wisdom. You just need more revelation. You just need more Holy Spirit to create an opportunity for you to see Jesus get the victory in your life. You're not as stuck. Come on, Holy Spirit. You're not stuck. You're not stuck. You just need opportunity. You're not stuck. You just need opportunity. You just need opportunity. That's it, Rodney. Wisdom and knowledge. Even when you mess up. I know that's a word for somebody this morning. Wisdom and knowledge. Even when you mess up. Even when you make the wrong decision. Even when you don't do the things God has for you. God will still provide a way of escape. He will still provide wisdom and knowledge for you. So start reading. Revelations 12. Read. Go, go get into Samuel and read Samuel. Right? Put yourself in a position um, to read those things so that you can be prepared this week as we begin to study the word of the Lord. I'm excited about this week. I I'm excited. Let me pronounce a blessing over your life. May the Lord be with you. May he keep you today. May everything that you put your hands to prosper, my God. And even when the enemy lies to you and tells you that, tell you that there is no provision in place, may you call on the name of Jehovah Jireh, the one that provides for you. My God, he's going to always provide a way of escape. There is no temptation. There is nothing that you've been in. That is, um, There's nothing new under the sun. That's what Ecclesiastes said. There's nothing that's come against you that's new, right? That, that can't have. So let me tell you something, the wisdom that came in even for our church. Because apparently I wasn't the only person that has done that and got stuck. 
So then our church came back and laid a path between the two places. You can't tell me God won't do something. You can't tell me God won't take the worst situation. So our church, so nobody else could get stuck. And this was way after it happened to me, came in and laid a path between the two places so that nobody could get stuck. Because apparently I'm not the only person that had made that same mistake. That's a word for somebody. I'm not the only person that had made that same mistake. I'm not the only person that tried to make a shortcut. There's some deliverance for somebody today. I'm not the only person. So our church came back and laid a path so nobody else could get stuck and we could go through that way. I'm telling you, God will make even your mistakes prosper. God will do absolutely everything that he needs to do. I think it's 1 Samuel 1, 17, Melissa. It's what we were on last week. God will make even our mistakes prosper and do a new thing for us. I'm telling you. I love y'all. We got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Um, I just... I'm gonna stop right there. I love y'all so much. I love it. Get connected. If you're not connected, get on the website. Don't forget Bible study tomorrow night. Don't forget special interview um, this Saturday. Um, thank you for those of you who are partners with the ministry. Don't forget about Feed the Streets. If you want to partner with the ministry, you can do all that stuff on the website. I'm so grateful for those of you that partner with us. It just makes a difference. Don't forget the book. If you haven't read the launch, you need to get the launch. It's available on Kindle. You can order it on the website. Um, God is still doing a thing. We got some upcoming workshops. Pay attention to every announcement that goes out from the ministry so you won't miss what God is doing. I told y'all, we have not. We still got a conference coming. We just haven't set in the date yet, so be paying attention to all things. And I'm calling in the harvest for all of y'all. I'm calling in our harvest now for every sea song from, from the north, from the south, from the east, and the west. We thank you, angels. We dispatch the angels to go get a harvest now. We thank you that favor goes before us, Lord God, and we thank you. You're causing even our mistakes to prosper right now in Jesus' name, amen. Because a victory belongs to Jesus. Now, if there is anybody on here and you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your chance. This is your chance. This is your chance. Jesus came to die and die so that you could be saved. So, not only could you live an afterlife, but you could experience the benefits of being in Jesus Christ here on this earth. So, if you haven't had that chance, we would love to disciple you. We would love to intimately talk to you more about living a life in Christ. All you got to do is first repent, Lord God, forgive me, I'm a sinner. <laughs> forgive me, I'm a sinner, I forgive me. Then you accept, and Lord Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my life, and I'm making you my Lord and Savior, right? In the name of Jesus, I'm making you my Lord and Savior. It's so simple, right? And then we go and we get you in this water and we baptize you. We'll get back. We're getting out of here. I'll see you guys in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings to you. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the let the evidence of God in your life be the love that you demonstrate to someone else. I love y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow. This, this is good. Thank you, Lord God, for your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being amongst us. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.